one more episode of Bat Bat Lightning Bat Woman. <laughs> Man, this Bat shit. Woman. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, episode eighteen. Let's let's get it. Regan. Don't you have a club of your own now? I'm checking out the competition. Promise not to tell your boss. Only if you let me make you drink on the house. You promise not to tell my boss. Dude, I actually stopped by the holdup a couple of times. I was hoping, I don't know, maybe I would run into you. I don't really oversee the day to day. Too busy? Yeah, I remember. the risk of sounding even more stalkery. I've been following your real estate endeavors. Buying a property around Bennett Park and actually lowering the rents? <laughs> the city could use a lot more cake cane. Cheers. Cheers. This is really good. Called and I sort of thought you'd fight harder to win me back, and I've regretted walking away ever since. That is very specific. Any chance you know how to make a cocaine is a total idiot. Mm-hmm. If you ask me to make you uh, what the hell are you doing, you have a mission to complete. Is your ear okay? It's fine. Do you hear that annoying whining sound? Hilarious. No, I don't. I'm gonna get an ad okay? Smooth. I'm not talking to you. Alright, y'all. Fine people of Gotham. This is, um... Nice and Gotham Podcast. You know what it is. It is the official Batwoman review show. Carefree Black Nerd. Social introvert in the fucking house. I am your cause, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, back again with another video. And have me today like I do every episode. You should know by now. Sid Divis, man, the social introvert. Yes. Almost at the end of the season. Bruh. It's, um, it seems to get a little more interesting now. Like, yes. It's like yeah. they're trying to make up yes. for lost time for the hiatuses and everything. Man, fuck them. This shit. Fuck them. <laughs> this shit is eight this episode eighteen. This need to this should have been somebody's semester should have started and finished with this fucking season. But these niggas been stretched this shit out. But it's cool. It's cool. Um as I said, we're going over episode eighteen of season one. This is If You Believe in Me, I'll Believe in You. Now, with this episode I remember coming in late on the live tweet. I don't know what the fuck happened. either I overslept or I or my alarm was up. Something was off and in my head because this show ain't fucking consistent. For some reason, I was thinking the show was 30 minutes and not an hour. I don't know what the fuck that was about. It's been an hour since day one, but I was all fucked up. So I got here latest shit. I've watched it since then, of course, but... Whew, nigga. Talk about bat time. CB time. Color bat time. I don't know. So, uh, um, yeah, what, how you feeling about this episode, man? Uh, overall, did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you want to change um, it? it? It was okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like the fact that uh, the, the whole clubbing aspect was kind mm. of weird to me. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I could I could go with that. Um, it seemed like a like we're in the middle of a shift in in the status quo, and so I agree. The club elements they seem odd to me because we already have a bar that people go to that we've seen. This should have been polar opposite of that, and I feel like it was just. Kate's bar, but in a different location. It didn't feel so. I'm, I'm with you on that, but I feel like we're in like the middle of a three or four episode like shift to what is going to be normal come next season. But ha, huh, um, okay. So jumping right in, we get a, a meeting. I don't know if this is a drug transaction, whatever the fuck it is. Batwoman came through, f- cracking niggas' heads. How we feeling about the choreography now, now that we've seen 17 episodes of this shit? You can tell, like like I stated before, with uh, with certain episodes, mm-hmm. directors, choreographies, uh, who you decide to bring on for an episode, you're mm-hmm. going to see a big difference. Mm-hmm. And not, not to bring up Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, <laughs> but yeah. you notice... As good as they are, mm-hmm. they didn't really show the fight scenes like that until Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. You didn't really get to see like a full fight choreography play out. Yeah, with a bunch of cutscenes. This right here, it looked like they took from they they sort of took from Zack Snyder's Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. and Dark Knight Rises and added in some of the choreography and fighting elements because Batwoman was doing some. Sh- Shit we ain't seen before. Okay, okay. Now that being said, do some you? No, go, yo, go ahead, go ahead. And I would say some of it was kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh. I, did, <laughs> I like the fights. Yes. Now, do you think that does it fit Batwoman? Because I'm I'm essentially saying this because there's so many people who are still against the show. But with where we all the shit we've gone through, do you think that this is like? outlandish like no nah, this motherfucker she acting like superman or do you think like this shit fits in like convincing with the show the, yeah suspension and disbelief i mean it, it's from a comic book so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it don't bother me one bit my problem is this is what they should have started doing mm-hmm. from the beginning where mm-hmm. the way that she's fighting is just like oh shit yeah the the one takes like there's one episode Earlier in the season, where there was like this one long shot of mm-hmm. her going up the stairs. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is like they should have been doing that. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where they kind of dropped the ball a bit because when when I think Batwoman, I'm thinking of course Batman just by association. But I I feel like, and this is me having kind of just gone on the Arrowverse train. But I feel like the Batwoman fight scenes should always be dynamic, even if we get the love triangle the the queerness of it all the family drama the fight scenes this need to be like action movie not action movie level but the fight scenes need to be for motherfucker who is not interested in the show you need to be locked in because of the fight scenes and i really enjoyed this one that first one like you said suspension of disbelief this motherfucker small as shit but she whooping ass and i was like oh Okay, okay. This she a force to be reckoned with for real. So, yeah, I was um, I was for it. I was for it. I really enjoyed it. Apparently, there were some like human trafficking 
going on, I'm assuming. And I like that people are grabbing her wig. Um, because for me, how you gonna fight this chick her hair out and you don't grab her hair? Like, I'll go fuck how Billy Badass you is. If the hair is there, wrap that shit around your fist and start whooping. Like, nobody, they just recently started grabbing her shit, and I like that. Because it's like, now you have, it's, no matter all the combat training you got from military camp and shit, and then Batwoman training, a motherfucker grab your hair, you gotta improvise. This ain't no... They shot you off a building. You got a grappling hook. This is this motherfucker got your wig. What you gonna do now? So, yeah, there's that. Uh, so I was I was good with that. So I, I enjoyed this um this opening. That was really good dynamic. So then we go into Wayne Enterprises where uh, Luke and Kate are you know bickering as usual, and we have drunk Mary. So uh, how are you feeling about the um? Folding in Mary into the bat fold at this point. Um, she's still cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like because they do this with certain characters when they find out the identity mm-hmm. of somebody they didn't know before. Yeah. It, it seems Mary, she's a little annoying now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that, but she seems a little annoying now. Mm-hmm. Despite she, she had a, she mentioned something about the pulling of the wig, like something that should be added. Like yeah, on the cow. Yeah, the like yeah. That was a good idea. So I'm guessing they still have her as like the smart one, and you know, with the good ideas. Mm-hmm. But in that scene, and, and it was just that scene. I don't know anything else besides what's to come. But yeah, she seemed a little bit annoying. Yeah, no, I can see that. I don't like them having her be so pretty much fighting for Kate's approval. I don't like that. And I don't know I don't know what it is because I feel like Mary is accomplished. This motherfucker's in med school. She's damn near a doctor already treating patients at this um underground hospital. She didn't patched up Batwoman several times. She didn't fought off motherfuckers. She didn't been poisoned, watched her mama die. She's been through a lot of shit and I don't feel like they are I I I think if you if she's just if you're going to treat her like a side character, she's not the one to treat that way because of her accomplishments. I hate to say it, but Luke is really just there to be like the guy in the chair and to help with Kate. So if anything, maybe treat him as a side character. But Mary has a fully fleshed out backstory. She, I guess I can't get over the fact that she's an actual doctor and doctor in training because she's still in school. So... I feel like this is trivial for her to be like celebrating with champagne. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have to kind of sit with that a bit more, but I just don't like how they have her as a secondary to Kate when she should be an equal. Cause bitch, I've been doing this shit longer than you've been in Gotham, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, so pretty much, uh, Kate's like, look, we got to find your daddy's journal, Luke, because this nigga wrote some shit down, and we need to figure out what the fuck it is. And we cut to <coughs> the lovebirds, Sophie and Julia, walking around Tommy Elliott's, um, I don't know, warehouse? What the fuck is this? What? Like a warehouse or office space or something? But then Luke's like, yeah, he owns 50 other, 40 other properties in Gotham. 
I don't know if I just don't remember or if they didn't make clear what it is that Tommy did for a living. Because then he have what you're supposed to know already about like you you would be a Batman fan. Mm-hmm. You already know Tommy Elliot, but they didn't. They didn't know. They they never mentioned it in in the show. Yeah, because I know he was on that commercial, like on maybe episode three, was it? Like right before. Yeah. Um, but that was so long ago, and like four or five hiatuses and a whole crossover event ago. I was like, uh, I mean, I get that he's rich. I can just accept that this is a rich white man who know the Waynes. But I was like, why does he have so many? Ain't nobody gonna remember that. I mean, especially when he's locked up in Arkham, like. Mm. Episode three to now was just like, damn, like y'all deciding to pick the story back up now. Yeah, and that's another thing. I did enjoy seeing Magpie and seeing Tommy Elliot and some of the folks from before, but there was no. Mm, I think because we got all of them at once. I don't know something about the way I was excited to see them, but it didn't. It felt kind of like an. Not an afterthought, but I feel like it could have been done better. Um, Because we have them, and that's cool. But, like, if we got Catherine back, I would be like, okay, cool. But how did we get here? Versus them, like, they're alive and well. Like I I don't know. I guess because we fought so many people throughout the season that for them to be the ones to show back up, it's like, why? Is it because schedules worked out? Because it doesn't feel like... Y'all really planned for this? I think it was like, who all can we get back? These two motherfuckers is free, so we'll use them. Hmm. I don't know. Sure, with the executioner again. Yeah, yeah. He would be. He would be ideal. Um. So then, let's see. Tommy Elliot is visited in Arkham by Kate, and at first, I'm thinking like, what the fuck, Kate doing here? And she's talking to him, and she's essentially getting him upset. Um. Talking about Bruce, uh, talking about um, I don't know, shit. you ain't shit. Fuck you. Uh, telling him to give me the journals and shit, and he's pretty much telling her that I'm insane. They can't do nothing to me. I'm, I'm, I have no visitors. Um, I'm fucked up in the head. Um, shit, what they gonna do to me? Pretty much playing up the mm-hmm. I'm, I'm crazy, quote unquote, I'm crazy card. And, uh, I don't know, I, this was a plot on her end to get him upset and then try to kind of follow the, uh, the trail. I, I like this scene. I like the content of the scene. I didn't really like Ruby Rose's acting in this scene. Um, and I probably judge this one a bit more harshly, and this is so superficial, but because she was a prisoner in Orange is the New Black. And so because this is like in a prison adjacent scene, I was like, man, you need to do better than this. I didn't like it, but I did like the yeah. scene overall. Yeah. Whew. So I don't know. Um, She gets him riled up. He, She walks off smiling. He walks off mad, and it's pretty much to get him to react, which he did. So what I want to know is what does Arkham look like? Because we keep getting all these different sets, like where they are. Well, no, I guess this is consistent. So the guard takes Tommy Elliott to his room, which is dirty as fuck. He opens the door 
and none other than Alice sitting there. She's talking shit, and he talking shit, and then the good doctor steps in with his Lilo and Stitch looking ass, and he's like, man, look, we can get you out of this motherfucker if you just, you fuck with us again. We, we the winning team. And I like this, I don't know, I like Tommy and, and Alice going back and forth because she's not being like, 100% clear, and he's trying to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. He asks once, like, why are you and the doctor teaming up? He's like, man, don't fucking worry about that, bitch. Stay on topic. And uh, essentially, it comes out that Alice and Mouse can change this motherfucker's face if he give him the journal, because <clears throat> she was listening in while he was talking to her sister, and he reveals that this is how you kill Batman. And he also reveals... Alice says, why the fuck would Lucius Fox have this shit? He said, well, because Bruce Wayne is Batman. And I'm thinking, Alice, you was in a car accident 15 years ago. You was raised by a fucking psychopath. You heard your dad come in and try to save you only for like a moment in time. You've been like tortured and traumatized your whole life only to come out on the other side to find out all your family are superheroes and wealthy, but your ass, this is, this is fucked up. I mean, she didn't, she wasn't upset, but I was like, man, you, she seemed surprised the fact that he was Batman, but I'm like, <clears throat> if your cousin is Bruce, essentially cousins, so that should put two and two together. Like, how is she Batwoman? Mm -hmm. Should link something into you thinking oh shit wait a minute yeah who's Batman yeah cause I and now that you say that I'm thinking why she never asked about Batman like if all the times that her and Kate have been together and her and Batwoman have been in the same room yeah you trying to get revenge and kill your family and shit but like I would want to know okay twin sister what bitch how did you become Batwoman now that Batman is gone. Like, that never, that was never brought I could say that confidently that that was never brought up. So, nope. I don't know. So, Mouse rips that fucking face and wig off. And I like the editing that they did, even though the good doctor is, like, much heavier. Got a good hundred pounds on Mouse. He, the way he ripped it off and the camera kind of flipped or whatever, the little editing magic, it looked convincing. Um, so, cool. Cool, cool for him. But then, we move on from this shit back to the Batcave to find out that Tommy Elliott called this dude, and this dude was like the a mob boss, and they're talking about the journal. Homeboy's like, yeah, I still got it. It's sitting here taking up space, not paying rent. Uh, what you want me to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Keep it keep it handy for me. I'm coming to get it. So pretty much Luke traced that call, found out Tommy Elliott um, called this dude, that he's the mob boss, Jose or some shit. It's just like big ass building, nightclub on a like 58th floor or some shit. Some off the wall ass shit. And so Batwoman does a little... I don't know, whatever this is. We we going we going clubbing. Cringing shit. Yeah, that was weird. That was what the fuck is she doing? Uh, I don't know, fam. What she weird ass jazzy dance jazz hands type dance. I don't know what she's doing. Was, I don't know, fam. She 
Who? I don't know. I don't know. I, she, <laughs> yeah, she she did something, but Luke is like, what the fuck, bitch, what the fuck you do? No, he um, he's like, yeah, we're going clubbing. Yeah, we're going clubbing. Um, which that's why I was disappointed in the club scenes. Because they kind of made this a big deal, which it is, because you're going to the club to get the um the the journal. But I feel like this episode should have been like over the top, fucking carnival style shit. An elephant in the corner, bitches in like thongs and wedding dresses, niggas in Chippendale masks. Like I felt like it should have been like extravagant to the point that it was you remembered it. Because now it, to me it looked like the same party. That Reagan and Kate went to, where so Sophie Sophie was the uh, security guard. It looks like any regular night at Kate's bar. It just looks like every other club in Gotham. Um, so that was the downside. The downside for me. But yeah, they're good. Uh, uh, Batman was it? Bat? Hold on. Was Batman? Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever had it too, but Batman and Robin, when they introduced Poison Ivy. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say what you want to say about the movies. I ain't really a big fan of them. Mm-hmm. But you saw how over the top it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how it should have been. Yeah. Like, especially because it's just, we probably ain't going to never see this club again. This was like your... Like, this episode is what that club... Because we've never heard about this motherfucking place before. And if it's on a 52nd floor... They didn't really say the floor number. But if it's on a very high floor of a gigantic-ass building, downtown Gotham, and that's the who's who of who... Like, this should have been the shit. Um, but it wasn't. I mean, it was it was nice. But it wasn't. Should have had some cameos from the Batman lore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, that would take time and planning, like... Again, if I was running this shit, season two would already be halfway written. So that if I'm going to have two bad guys from season two, and I know one is a bank robber and one is a fucking politician, them niggas going to be front and center in this episode so that you can look back and be like, oh, I saw these motherfuckers. But I don't know. You know, maybe scheduling or creative, I don't know, differences. But. Um, we do, not a montage, but like a small scene of Mary getting Kate together to go out to the club, showing her dresses and suits and shit, and then Luke and Julia pop up, and it's a whole thing. Um, Kate settles on a tuxedo book bag combination? I don't know, what is this? Um, she should have worn that dress. Honestly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like this, even with them boots, because Mary was like, yeah, the bat, the bat woman boots, you know, fit the aesthetic of the club or whatever. Wear them ugly ass boots and put that dress on like something different. Um, I don't know if Ruby Rose wasn't comfortable with that or whatever. I don't, I don't claim to know, but I think that dress would have been. Because, uh, but that's the point of being an actor, an actress, um, man. You gotta. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you. Cause I'm like, man, you going undercover too? Like, and then it's 
and then to me, it seemed like it'd be easy to rip a dress off. Especially that dress had a zipper that went from the collar all the way down to the bottom. Unzip that bitch, step out of it, and throw on the bat suit. But that's just me. Um, yeah, but Julia is dressed up, you know, in some little zebra print, little dress, whatever. But they pretty much get on talking about Julia and Sophie having a connection. And Kate is bothered by this. Now, you tell me this. How are you feeling about Kate and Sophie and their relationship or like they're uh, where they are now? How do you how do you make sense of it? It's weird because it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like they had it written that they were like around each other, wanting to be with each other. Then it was like first they had them like separated. Then they had this whole thing where you look, it looked like they were back together. Uh-huh. And we don't know what happened with that. Like that went nowhere. Yeah. And now it's written that her and Sophie and um, Julia, Julia mm-hmm. are pretty much together. It's just mm. weird. So it's like, why is Kate getting mad about it? Yeah, this is weird. I don't like it. Um, I don't. I think I don't. I know this is a CW show, and people always are you getting getting too upset with this, but. This is a show that is specifically about this character. Being gay is a big part of the character. Her, that's what she is. Um, I don't like Ruby Rose. Oh, God, I forget Sophie's name. I think it's Megan something. Either way, I don't like their chemistry. I don't think they work. Um, but even if the acting didn't work for me, the story should. Like, you should be... Sophie going with Julia, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't... So when there's a Kate questioning Julia or like seeming kind of jealous, it's, it's it's weird because it's like, motherfucker, why? I thought we decided this shit wouldn't work. So I don't know if it's because the different hiatuses we've had or just the acting in general or, but I don't, I in my head watching this episode and the last one, I I did I never thought oh Kate and Sophie gonna get back together. I just know it. I don't give a fuck right. about that. Fuck them. They ain't no good match. Where's this motherfucker's husband? Where the fuck is Sophie's husband? Where this nigga at? So, I don't know. Fuck her, man. Well, fuck him, rather. Well, fuck all of them. I still got speculation. You said what? I still got a speculation. He's he's behind something, maybe. I hope so. Shit. And then that's me giving the CW too much credit. Well, every episode I'm asking, where's this nigga at? Where's her fucking husband, Tyler? <laughs> like, you got me fucking uh, caper for this white man. I And I don't, that that's not my default setting, motherfucker. But goddamn, th- you can't ignore that. If it was a boyfriend, sure, she married this nigga. But, uh, whatever, it happens. Um, so Kate and Julia decide to split up. And Kate runs into Regan, which I liked Regan for her earlier in the season. This was the chick who Kate just couldn't stop lying, and Regan was calling her out on it. And she was like, hey, I can't do this shit. You got some demons to deal with. I'm going to go over here and do what the fuck I got to do. Um, and they had Kate kind of, kind of shook a little bit, kind of like, I don't know. What you think about Kate and her, her, I don't know, 
game her. I don't what is Tomorrow, Kate. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Gonna try it. Yes. <laughs> Batwoman should not be terrible with this shit. <laughs> Fuck it's her. Like her. It was just. What she was saying was just kind of weird. Like, I. Not weird, but it just didn't come off right. Let me, I'll say that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And especially because, like, I feel like you know this shit. You've been with her, like, romantically, sexually. Like, y'all spent time together. So, I mean, I get stumbling over your words. I don't know if this is some cute YA type of, like, meet cute again. But Kate should have been confident as fuck. BDE for sure. Like, I, she should have... I don't know. I feel like Reagan played her ass. She was like, yeah, bitch, give me your number, ho. But, uh, <laughs> so... Reagan said something that really pissed me off. He was like, hey, um, you know, I, I wish you had a fought for me harder. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So I was always on Reagan's team because I was like, yeah, just tell the fucking truth. Kate has always said she was a horrible liar, which is why are you a vigilante if you can't lie? Like, and then how will you go through, like, military camp and training and you don't know how to lie? Like, ain't they supposed to teach you? Like, if you get they, captured... They, they teach you, like, certain coping mechanisms to brush it off. Easily. Yeah. That, that don't seem like a... Like a... Mother, bad woman can't lie. Anyways, but... So I was with Reagan in her earlier episodes, because, yeah, Kate was lying and fucking her over. But this go-round, she was like, yeah, I just wish you had fought for me harder. And it's like, what, sis? Like, if you really... I don't know. I'm not a woman. I'm not a lesbian woman. I'm not... I'm not in this, like, specific space that they're in. But, motherfucker, if I like you, and why are you playing games? Like, I, mm, I don't know. It's, it feels like sometimes they write stuff, and then they write stuff like this to fit the episode. So, if I'm a yeah, motherfucker yeah. who came in on episode seven, and I didn't really see Reagan, and I see this, I'm like, damn, you know, let me go back, and maybe that'll change. Now, I just, I didn't like that, because this... That's not how you left it. Oh, I wish you had a walked after me. No, you was telling her, bitch, when you get ready to stop lying, come find me. That's essentially what Reagan said. And I don't know. I don't know. That's such a little thing. But I was like, man, this is dumb. That's not, this not it. Um, yeah, so we do all this. And Batwoman, or no, Luke turns off the lights. Batwoman put her little night vision goggles on and she walking through the crowd um i think julia got kidnapped or got caught uh and damn what happened yeah so she got caught and then batwoman eventually got caught because she went into the mob boss's office and luke fox's journal was just sitting there which That seemed like a setup. Um, because if you walk in and you look at a desk, if somebody's sitting behind the desk, you would expect their books and shit to be like facing them. This book was on the opposite end of the desk, like somebody just walked by and left it there. I, I don't know, whatever. And her breaking in or you know coming into the club like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. 
They tried to make it as it seemed like the uh, the people could not see Batwoman. Shit, nigga. <laughs> but the lighting, it was like, bruh. Yeah. You had one chick. I think it was like some blonde chick. She was just over dramatic. Like mm-hmm. She was like, oh my god, I I can't see mm-hmm. if Batwoman is right there. Yeah. Uh, this some shit. Yeah, you're right about the whole you know Lucius Fox book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that looks too accessible. Yeah. And uh, I, I know it's only so much you got to get through so much in a certain amount of time, but <clears throat> yeah, that was that was that was cheap as the fuck. But I guess I was more upset that Batwoman got. You know what? This episode, I don't think she should have suited up as Batwoman. I mean, it, it, you need her too in order for them to capture her and to do all the shit they do. But a lot of this shit should have been done in civilian clothes. You should have been in a sexy dress. Well, okay, whatever. You should be dressed in civilian clothes. Find your way into this office. Get the book. You Like, in some kind of way, her being fully dressed as Batwoman in a nightclub like that was just weird. Cape and all. Like, no, nah, this, mm-hmm. this is odd to me. Uh, but, yeah, that happened. So... We go from there to uh, Jake, Jacob, Kane, and Sophie, which I'm fucking sick and tired of Sophie. This motherfucker loses her job and get her job so fucking quick. She can't even file for unemployment. I'm sick of her ass. Um, they walk into Tommy Elliott's cell to see that he's hung himself. And he is hanging from the ceiling dead. Then we cut directly over to, I guess, the library at Arkham. Where Tommy Elliott's face is like ripped off or surgically removed. Ooh, that shit feels thinking about it making me uncomfortable. Um, but then we see like a glimpse of the jacket, the famous Hush jacket. What you what you thinking about this scene? Like knowing about Hush and you know the book and you know animated movie, seeing this origin of Hush, the way of, like how you feeling about that? It's kind of, it's a shame because the Riddler is not involved. Yeah. It's a shame. So, to, on one hand, it was cool and I was like, I was complaining about it before anyway. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm saying, if y'all introducing Tommy Elliott, you might as well just give us Hush. Yeah. So, the fact that they're bothering to go this route to introduce him is cool. I, mm-hmm. I'm still a little skeptical about it. I don't know what it's... I don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah. Um, I just hope it's worth it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit nervous because I do think the show has improved. I think they're they're giving us a good something. Um, and I understand that everybody isn't into comics and a lot of people, for as long as the Arrowverse and the MCU have been around, a lot of people are comic fans based off these cinematic interpretations that they don't even pick up comic books. But at the end of the day, comics are nothing but soap operas. And if I could sit down, and no matter how cheesy and and bad the acting might be, but I can watch Days of Our Lives or As the World Turns, and I can see the thought put into these slow-moving-ass stories, why not do the same with this show? Um, Because this is the hill I choose to die on. A lot of this stuff with Tommy and with Magpie and even a vampire chick could have been slowly integrated earlier in the season so that it would feel like a solid 
season and not just a regular villain of the week type thing. They should, yeah, like episode. When did Magpie come in? Four? I think so. Because what was it? Oh, I can't even remember the order. I know Alice. Then Tommy was pretty early on. Because um, Tommy was three. Yeah, so she'd have to come right after because she was shooting the cover for some lifestyle living magazine or something. Yeah. They could have integrated, like, they could have chopped a lot of stuff down. Mm hmm. Um, maybe give us the one filler episode, which was episode five. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then somehow integrate them. Like, you could have cut out the fact you pulled the little, you know, that, that, Double crossing move on Alice. Mm-hmm. Cut that out too. But you could have. Here's what should have happened, and uh, not to get a side. No, go ahead. Here's what should have happened. Whenever Alice was asking, or, or was willing to give the DNA to Jacob to mm-hmm. prove who she was, and her being taken off by crows, mm-hmm. is when this should have happened, and then the whole. Her being locked up. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah, mm, yeah. And then, you know, following that, you introduce Tommy again and Magpie. Mm-hmm. And then this comes along with the introduction to Hush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that probably this probably all would have been no more than eleven or twelve episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find a way to chop it all down and. Yeah, I, I think it, if you had it at 11 or 12 episodes, this would have been perfect. Yeah, especially for a first uh, season, but yeah. No. Yeah, okay, so whenever she was willing to give her DNA to Jacob, mm-hmm. and they took her in is when she should have went to jail or prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cut out now. Don't even give us Mouse. He shouldn't even be introduced until like the second season or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Cut him out, and... Like, be advised, Magpie and Tommy have already been introduced. Mm-hmm. Okay, you give us the filler episode. Uh, well, actually, yeah, you give us the filler episode, episode five. That's when the whole DNA exchange should have happened. Yeah. Kay should have never let Alice go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so now, like I said, we introduce Magpie and Tommy Elliott, uh, Somehow they write it in a way for her to take over the prison or something like yes. that. And then let Magpie and Tommy get out still mm-hmm. and have them introduce Hush. All of this, like I just said, would have at least been 11 mm-hmm. or 12, mm-hmm. maybe 13. <clears throat> or more than 13 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think. I haven't, I didn't, I haven't sat down and thought about it, mm-hmm. I haven't written it down. This is just me thinking off the fly. But from what we got throughout this whole season, we shouldn't have really gotten all of that. Yeah. I feel like some of it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I did like the fact that Kate did get to see Beth again. Yeah. But they wasted that completely. I thought that was dumb. Mm-hmm. But you should have cut all of that down. And from episode one – Maybe four and five, and then these current episodes, what we're getting, yeah, should have been the season. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you because again, I think if you're going to introduce a new show like this, why give 22 episodes when you don't know how it's going to do? 
Um, I guess I'm more offended because Black Lightning didn't get 22 episodes. Black Lightning has never gotten 22 episodes. And that's the one show that has appeared and ain't been treated like the rest. Hmm? Right? Huh? Like 12 years. Uh, the, first, the first season, oh, I can't remember, but I know it had to be like somewhere between 9 and 12. Like it was never past 12 Maybe eight episodes. It wasn't lot, which I think is smart. If you're gonna have a new show, give eight to ten episodes max, because that's you. That's that's enough for two story arcs. And for Batwoman, you're not riding off of the high of the Elseworlds crossover, because that was what like a year or so before this. Like I didn't. I don't know. I feel like. If, like you said, if you cut this shit down and make Magpie and Tommy Elliot her big bads so that Alice is, you introduce more s- solid rogues gallery up front and then start sprinkling people. Mm-hmm. She should have been like kind of like a, yeah, kind of puppeteering in the background, just mm-hmm. her controlling shit, like, like a chessboard or something yes. like that. Yes. Season two. You give us more of Alice, mm-hmm. like you have been giving us Alice. Give us more of that. Mm-hmm. Introduce, uh, introduce Mouse, and the fact that you're introducing Mouse and and giving us more of Alice, mm-hmm. that's what you should have touched on Alice's backstory. Yeah, and the Queen of Hearts, uh, Doctor, the the Doctor mm-hmm. and kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. All of that, the Alice in Wonderland book. Yep, everything. That should, we should have get gotten this season two. Mm-hmm. Should I say make the season one cliffhanger that Alice is her sister? Like if we thought this whole time she was yeah. just a bitch that hated her, and we find out at the end that's her fucking sister, then now right. I'm in. I'm in, invested. But I did say that because they they cracked that in like they cracked that off in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Which thankfully Homegirl is a good actress. But if 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 uh, Rachel starts Rachel, because I'm gonna butcher her name, if she wasn't as good of an actress as she is, I don't think I would have gave a damn. But her Alice is top notch, right? Like that, there, there should have been like a, a fight between Alice and Kate, mm-hmm. and that dagger should have been thrown. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the fight at the end of the season, and mm-hmm. then, boom, the reveal. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't know, man. Like the whole decapitated uh, head yeah. of their mom in the fridge shouldn't mm-hmm. have been revealed. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of that it was just too early. Yeah, yeah. Because now, where do you go from here? Like, yeah, we got hush, and I'll probably carry over into season two. I'm interested on in what the fuck they're gonna do for a season finale for this season. Cause if they said it's a cliffhanger, yeah, but it got how good? Like it got to be some shit like Bruce Wayne coming. Better be him, they better be the reveal of the bus driver. Or Man, something. say yes. Uh, Mary, it, it better be like a link between uh, what's the name of the company? What is it? DC. Uh, Hamilton, oh, Hamilton Dynamics, yeah. Hamilton Dynamics. Hamilton Dynamics. Uh, you better like implement Hugo Strange or something as being mm-hmm. her dad or something, so, bruh. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying. 
Yeah, it's 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 halfway upsetting because I know the the audience is probably not so much comic readers as it is like that certain like tween early twenty age. But when you look at other CW shows that are not superhero shows, like a Gossip Girl and OC, OC was that one? Anyway, those shows yeah, they had a lot of drama that still they had a lot of interpersonal and like romantic drama and shit. And I feel like these shows aren't living up to that. Ugh, like I, I reference or I often think about Pretty Little Liars. That shit was. Bonkers, but uh, it was. Man. <laughs> Let me tell you real quick. Go man. ahead. So, always looked at us like this should look kind of corny, man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it. Dog. I watched the first episode. Yeah. By the sixth, maybe seventh episode, I was like, "Who the fuck is A?" That's what I'm talking about, man. I tell you, and I binge watched every single episode. I was like, "Dog," because I was getting mad. I was like, "Who the fuck is A?" (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. These shows can't get no pass. It's like people are like, oh, you judging it too hard. No, this is a CW show. CW, UPN, WB. Like these are they've produced content that was very um, uh, dynamic. There was very much mysteries. There was very much drama. There was very much I'm gonna set this shit up in episode three and it pay off in episode seventeen. So like some of this shit. I really judge the comic book shit harder because you have the blueprint of the actual books. Like, if they wanted to do the long Halloween for season two, they could easily do that and still put in some uh, will she, won't she type of shit, some fights that ain't got... Like, you could still stretch that out over a whole season two and still put in the Reagan drama, the ex-girlfriend, the new girlfriend, the ex-husband coming. You could do that, but you got the blueprint for the story itself but that's what makes me so worried about this upcoming Batman film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson is based on the long Halloween. Ooh. And it's like one film uh, based off the long Halloween two hours. No, fam. apparently it's just it's this one film is based on the long Halloween. I'm like, I don't know how you're going to take that story. And especially one the twist. Film. Right, right, right. Huh? No, I'm, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Yeah, especially that twist of the long Halloween. It's like, I don't know how you're going. Now, they're making it this noir style detective Batman. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm one. Still skeptical. But the fact that you're basing it off of the long Halloween is like, dog, I don't know. No. How, I don't know how you're going. Me going either. Off. I'm hopeful, but not for no two, not even a three hour movie. That needs to be a series or a limited series. You can't do the Long Halloween. I mean, you Long can. Long Halloween but... has to be a trilogy film. Like you, yeah, you can. You can have people complain. Oh, you're just trying to copy Christopher Nolan's Batman with the trilogy. But, but the Long Halloween would be worth Long Halloween. Because you it can, needs to be a trilogy. Man, you do a trilogy and you have a slight kind of cliffhanger on it, like a. Uh, other mysteries inside of the long man, they could make that shit work. Now that could work. The mm-hmm. long Halloween. No, go on. And each and yeah, people can complain all they want, but y'all niggas sat there 
and y'all sat in y'all seats for three hours for that dog on end game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So y'all can watch that for three hours. Eat oh, Batman for sure. To be three yes, hours. yes. The long Halloween three installments, three hours each. Uh, cut the fucking year up into thirds. I can see that. Now that shit, that shit will work. Ah, ah. Yeah, I'm. Oh, fuck, man. I think who who's direct? Oh, Matt Reeves. Mm. Uh, Matt Reeves directed uh the second second Planet of the Apes film, mm. the real good one. Mm. Was it was that Rise? I think so. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think so. Man, and then that's my favorite one. It's so damn good. But yeah, Matt Reeves, um, uh, he ain't gonna screw it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, I I just don't feel it. It, it should not be one move. Movie. No, not at all. That's out of all the stories, nigga. Take two one shots and push them together to make a one. You're not a bro. That's like knowing what is it? No man's land in one movie. Like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what? I ain't wasting much. And you know, one thing, real quick. I would love, like, me being the Batman fan that I am. Mm-hmm. I want to see a Batman film or an animated film today based on the clock King. I don't know why mm. that episode in the Batman animated series. Yeah. I, you, you ever seen it? I'm sure I've seen that. I have to look at it again, but I've seen every animated Batman animated, um, season. Man, so yeah. Fam, they have to do a film on the clock King. Cause I know it can be done. And like, he's not that interesting. I say, Oh yes, he is. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, fuck this shit. Um, hell, the long Halloween. I can't get over that. You're not. You're not about to do a two to three hour film film over the long Halloween. Nah, fam. That got to be a slow burn. But whatever. Um, we had Tommy Elliot and Alice talking shit on the phone to the mob boss dude who's like. Fuck you, Tommy Elliott, because if you want this journal this bad, clearly you got to give me some more money, which is, you know, he's a criminal, so it happened. Um, So Mary and Luke argue, and Mary is pretty much like, look, I need to go help Batwoman, because she's been captured, and he's like, man, you don't, you ain't true to this, you new to this, or whatever the fuck. And she's like, no, I can get in there, I got a homegirl, and she uh, owe me a favor, because I pumped her stomach, and whatever else. Cut to Mary at the bar with the same dress that Kate was supposed to wear, which y'all are two different sizes. I don't know how that, but so uh, Mary gets in there. She's speaking to some chick who I guess is an Italian girl, and she's the cousin of the mob boss. I when I see Italian people being like mob syndicate type stuff, I get so kind of yeah, yeah. I get a bit and nervous. Like, there's a lot of, and then that's the crazy part about Italian mob bosses. Mm-hmm. Some of the real ones, like Sammy the Bull, and like some of the real ones, mm-hmm. they come out and they're like, "Bro, that is so phony and fake." Like the way Hollywood just blows it up, mm-hmm. it's phony. Yeah, it just like, feels cheap, I, and especially for yeah. a show like this. Like, honestly, you could have said like. I don't know, the African mob boss, only because I feel like you're playing with stereotypes and, and that's what, 
Mm-hmm. That's why I love Sons of Anarchy because they, mm-hmm. bro, it didn't matter if he was white, black, Hispanic. They added every type of family mob boss yeah. into that, show, like including the black mob bosses, and mm-hmm. they were dangerous. They, them boys were scary. Okay, I, this didn't do it for me, man. I, I just, I don't necessarily feel like it's like. And this ain't the Oppression Olympics, so I'm not trying to do that. But I don't feel like it's I, – I feel like making an Italian mob boss thing – We've seen it before. Yeah, it's just like a black person in a gang. And it's like mm-hmm. – oh, it, I hate to say this, but like a white person who's racist, like overtly clan hood racist. Like that's kind of yeah, low-hanging like fruit for a show like this because Why? Like, why did it have to... It could have just been a gangster. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt cheap. It felt really cheap. That's what bothered me about the episode about the girl um, who's doing all of those crimes. Park, was her name Parker? No, no. Parker was the young lesbian girl who who was doing the, the electric... The one that took control of the train? Yeah, yeah. And, that's her. That's Parker. Okay, yeah. She said, oh, my parents don't like me because I'm gay. And I'm yeah. like, well... And I'm like, why are they adding that with the parents? It's like, you don't have to do that. You can do something. When you never even showed them. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. And the same thing with Sophie and her mom. Oh, that shit. Yeah. And it's because the payoff was like, yeah, okay, the scene is cool, whatever. But it's, you didn't, mm, we, Sophie mentioned her mama maybe like twice. She more so mentioned her being poor and growing up and like the crows and military was all she had. Cool. But her mama being homophobic and coming from a southern family, like you're in Gotham. This is the Midwest. You're in the North. Well, Midwest, North. You're, this is an analog for New Jersey or New York. Like you're not, I don't know. I'm with you. This, it just, it feels, it feels cheap. It feels lazy. And I can deal with the, homophobic mom thing but mm-hmm. you're not you're not making it matter like with parker's parents being like against her being gay or whatever if we don't get them like why much like you why is that ugh, that seems i would rather mm-hmm. i would have rather seen parker's parents like on display showing that mm-hmm. at least like, well, not really on display showing it, but show us something that's going to make it interesting at least. Yeah, because that, at that point, and then we, I don't know, whatever. It's Yeah, I think all, all that being said, I think it was cheap. And I think this is cheap. And especially when Mary meets homegirl, who's the cousin of the mob boss, she looks very much stereotypically mob wives, Jersey girl, Jersey Shore. Like, she has that. I can't figure out Gotham. What the fuck is it? Is it New York with a melting pot? But there's like they placed like, the black girl in her crew. Like that's like my biggest. That's always my biggest beef with a lot of these movies. Like not or TV shows, man. It's like they have. It's always like New York adjacent mm-hmm. to me. Uh, Vancouver, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Chicago, but they don't say Chicago. They just want you to go off the fact that it could be just New York. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's just irritating, and that's why I think I like Wolverine's Old Man Logan story so much, because that mm. was like mm. the boonies, desert-type thing, western. Yeah. 
I just I'm like, damn, okay, how many Spider Man story? And that's why I kind of like the new Spider Man films too, because mm-hmm. you know, Far From Home, he's not in New York, he is in France. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, Even that first one when he was at that party and he didn't have any buildings to swing off of, like that was that was an oh, interesting yeah. like, <laughs> where are you going? You know. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, I don't know. This was just, it felt cheap. <sighs> but Mary gets through anyways. She claims the dude got a coke addiction. She got to pump his stomach or some shit. Meanwhile, um, Batwoman's accessories are being auctioned off. And while she's tied up. And I was like, man, you mean to tell me there's nothing? Like, I, I, I kind of like it because it's uh, believable. But Batwoman has been knocked out a whole lot this whole season. She got hit by cars. She fell off a bridge. Did, she got hit she... by a semi-truck without being in the Batwoman. Bruh, what the fuck? Like, she's been through a lot. And I feel like, I don't know. She could have gotten out of this. Like, the people, and maybe this is just me being a criminal mind, but if I'm going to kidnap Batwoman, I'm I'm pulling her uniform off because I don't know what else the fuck you got. Your breastplate might be a fucking shotgun. Your fucking uh, gloves might shoot fire. Like, I don't, I, I might take off everything down to the cow and wait to let that be a reveal, but I can't have you in this suit. You might whoop my ass. You. That's what, I think the best part, not to keep, talking about or alluding to because it sounds like I'm alluding to Marvel heroes uh in Blade the, the movie oh yeah with um, the not- yeah I can't think of his name but he kept yes. getting he kept getting jacked up like every chance there was he was getting burnt up a limb cut off yeah or I think he was playing with the sword yes that's my favorite like, part what does this do yes and, he push and it takes his arm off yes Yes, like, <laughs> that's exactly it. Now that scene, yes. Ha! <sighs> and he told him, "That's my sword. I'm gonna get my sword back, motherfucker." I'm gonna. Mm. scene always tripped me out, man, because he was sitting there just playing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got that hand ripped off, buddy. But that's this. That is this scene. That's what this should have been. Like, how you just selling off our shit, but whatever he did. It's, and then the crazy part that Luke. Luke had named off so many like cool gadgets too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the cave. So I'm like, something should have been thrown in there where Luke might have been working on it and he finally perfected it. And then this is the perfect time to be used. Yeah. And yeah. somebody got messed up in the crossfire. Yeah. I mean, I, they pretty much wanted Mary to save the day, which is cool, but that's uh, it's unbelievable. You Batwoman, like, motherfucker. She don't need to prove herself to Katie. And that's the, that's the thing that kind of bothers me about it, because it makes her look overly annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. It's like, you, I mean, this is the same person that didn't even want you around like that. Now they it's got it written, dumb. like, you got to be around her. Or you got to make it your job to say, "Hey, I can say mm-hmm. stuff like that." Right? Yeah, I'm I'm really disappointed with the treatment of Mary because she has no fucking family. Jacob ain't fuck with. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Say, I know I don't like that nigga, but when it comes they to social, been interaction between them two. But but when she was trying to get him out of uh, prison, that was it. He don't fuck with her. What the? Mary ain't had no one-on-one time with this nigga. It ain't been, he doesn't speak kindly about her. Like he don't be talking shit about her, but like you don't 
we've never heard him mention about anything about Mary since then. Yeah, and he don't talk about my daughters. Uh, you know, he doesn't. I just, I, I want this show next season to reveal Mary's biological father and let give her some family separate from these crazy ass canes because they don't give a fuck about. It. They don't care. It's got to be Hugo Strange. I swear. Fingers crossed, shit. Fingers crossed. Y'all listening? Shit. Fucking DC, WB. Um, who was this lady? So when Judah got her ass whooped, this tall white lady with dark hair walked in with a gun and was like, nah, bitch, tell me what the fuck you know and whatever. Who is this chick? Is this? No. Who is Sophia, that? Sophia, maybe? Is that her? No, 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 no. That, that's not her. That can't be her. No. But here's the thing. We heard the name Sophia. Mm-hmm. Like episodes ago, yeah. Yeah, like what? With that black man? Crossover. Yeah. Yeah. But Alice backhanded dude super hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know why they're not implementing that. They mentioned that one time and just never again. I don't know who the woman was. They never stated who she was. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. Cause, and then, they, like, again, this show, this show be fucking up. Because they should have mentioned her or sh- or at least showed her in the room when they first showed that mob boss dude on the phone with Tommy. Because, like, who the fuck is she? Mm-hmm. This show is odd, man. And then, but the crazy part was, <sighs> okay. In that episode, they said something about Sophia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sophia is coming in season two, but Sophia is like, I think what story arc was that called? Um, the Many Arms of Death. Okay. And that's when they were creating these guns that were able to penetrate the bat suit. And that's why we got the story arc yeah. in the show. I, I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. I don't know who that woman was. Mm, maybe that was don't her. Know her name. Like no name, no nothing. So I'm like, um, maybe we should look at the credits though. But yeah. no name, no nothing. <laughs> uh, who is she? Yeah, I don't know, listeners. Who the fuck is she? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, she was cool. I liked her, but I was like, I don't, I don't know who he is. Uh, Jacob goes to Arkham to meet with his daughter, and she's like, fuck you. He's like, man, you gotta help me out. Your sister is, you know, in some shit. And Tommy hanged himself, and whatever. And she's like, man, fuck you. Which, I'm I'm with her. I mean, I know she's the villain, the big bad, or whatever, but Jacob has been a shitty-ass father. And even if you thought your daughter was a psychotic killer who was fucking up the city, like, you still, like, you denied that she was even your daughter for the longest. Then you come to terms with it. We work together. We we kill a nigga and bury his body. Not to say that she, I don't know. I just feel like there's something else that could have been done. He, like, y'all, you wealthy. You run the crows. You mean to tell me there's no way that you could have sedated her and took her to a facility that was better than Arkham, like, and get her actual help, like, have therapists work with her and psychologists and shit. Like, you you lock her up in Arkham, like, she just... That's like, 
that's the only thing I kind of get bothered about with uh, the Batman Lord. They always use Arkham Asylum as a scapegoat. Like that's the only place where people can go. Which, yeah, is part of the the universe, but it's kind of annoying. What, what's the other possible? I'm trying to figure out the city that Robin's from. Bloodhaven. Um, is that it? Bloodhaven. I believe. Yeah, Bloodhaven. Uh, there's another one. Oh. Well, there's also another one. I'm all tapped out. <laughs> I, I think Barbara Gordon. From, I, I I can't remember, but anyway, those never really get mentioned unless you're reading the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, well, damn. Why we always got to revert back to Arkham Asylum? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. there's been some like uh, a villain that I could bring up. That I don't think is necessarily a villain. It's Mister Freeze. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Mister Freeze is a villain. Mm. Because of what he's trying to do. Yeah. That that's what it is to me. It's just what he's trying to do. Yeah. But um, I mean, same for Poison Ivy. Got, like, let's just say you take him in and put him in uh, treatment at. Bloodhaven or something like that. Mm-hmm. A more upscale, like I, I don't know. It's just my no, yeah. Complaint about them reverting always to Arkham Asylum. I just that's what they no, yeah. I'm with you because it's like Arkham is just a th- and then like I'm like Gotham is like in my mind reading it, it's one of the wealthiest cities in DC Comics verse. Like I think that a central city, I think Metropolis is probably like the wealthiest. Or, or most, like, best place to live or whatever. But, like, Gotham got nothing but 1% living in it. And you mean to tell me an asylum? This ain't even a prison. Your asylum ain't, like, beautiful, high-tech. Like, the asylum shouldn't look like a horror movie. This asylum should be... streets of Gotham be looking rough as shit, too. Yeah, yeah, Gotham is pretty run down, but, like... Fuck Gotham, man. And, and Arkham, too. Like, how the fuck? But whatever. I, I digress, man. Cause that I ain't shit. even gonna fuck, though. I think the best what the best iteration of Gotham, maybe um, the animated series, of course, but mm-hmm. live action-wise, uh, might it be when it was introduced in Batman Begins. Okay. Rachel take Bruce uh, down the, the, the area where all the lawyers and mm-hmm people hang out yeah kind of gave like a another side of what really is corrupt and what's justice and everything like that yeah i thought that was dope but i mean i don't know man fuck them i just I i would like to see more than just arkham asylum it's it's yeah and then i'm like you this is a whole new show. You could have came up with anything. You could have said this is the Arkham sister facility for just women or uh, just criminally insane or just wealthy criminals or like it's some of the other things. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And I know you're relying on like big names and regular stuff that you could that are easily noted, identifiable, but shit. Um, have Jordan Peele come and do a series of episodes. Hell. You already got the uh, tethered outfits. Um, so Jacob and Adam, <laughs> shit, they, those motherfuckers tethered. 
Jacob and Alice get to talking, and Alice, you know, kind of borderline gets a, a good little monologue in. But he talking about save your sister. She like, man, you come here off this bullshit. You got me locked up in here. What the fuck am I supposed to do? His his. I don't like his attitude because this nigga yelling at her is like, this is me admitting that you were right. And such. no, fam, this ain't how you go about that shit. Your daughter is locked up in a mental facility because you failed as a parent. Now, I'm not blaming all her actions on you. Not at all. But you dropped the ball with your very own child. And you married the bitch that helped you drop the fucking ball. Like, some of... <clears throat> I've gotten a lot of critique online from people because my uh, affection or or liking of Alice. It's like, man, no, she's still a villain. She, and I know all the shit she's done. I'm not excusing none of that. But you can't tell me that out of all of the episodes we've seen, out of all of the backstory we've gotten of Alice, even if you don't agree with the shit she's done, that it doesn't make sense that she's gotten to this point based off the life that she's led. Some of this shit... It, it just it yeah. was gonna happen, but Jacob is a bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> I hate that nigga. Fuck him. Don't show up at my fucking house after you lock me in this motherfucker asking for help. Fuck you, motherfucker. You think you're slick? Ask Kate for some motherfucking money. That's what she should have said. Fuck <laughs> him, man. He a bitch. I hate that nigga. Ugh. I hate Jacob, bro. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. He is a shitty character, man. Firing Sophie every other episode. Like, that's supposed to be your quote-unquote other daughter. Your surrogate daughter. You are shitty. Punk ass. I could have sworn he bought her back, man, prior to her saying that she's officially back. Bro, I, first of all, Sophie, at this point, she ain't never worked for the Crows. He... He a liar. I, man, I hate him, bro. I hate Jacob. I hate him. I hate him and uh, Sophie's relationship. It's unearned. I don't know. He a bitch. Um, pretty much. Uh, oh, so Mary has her little Mary J. Blige boots that come up to the fucking thigh. And she, buy, she, she wants to buy... Batwoman. And then the dude's like, yeah, you can buy the suit once we peel it off her body. She's like, no, I want Batwoman. I'll give you $2.5 million. And I was like, that seems pretty cheap for Batwoman. I feel like... I mean, I know it's a lot of money, but I'm like, this is Batwoman. It's like giving up Spider-Man. If, if we deal with big ballers, niggas who got money like this, that's not enough. You give me $10 million at least. Shit. Because I think... They had Batman and Superman as uh, fugitives. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah, I forgot how large the bounty was. Oh, yeah. But man, I think they were on the... I can't remember what it was, man. Um, I think about it. Yeah. Well, either way, this shit was silly as fuck. $2.5 million for the suit? And for for her, um, and he was like, yeah, for the pleasure of killing her. And he's like, man, I don't know. But they sell it to this African dude, or excuse me, this black guy. And when I came in, this is when I came in initially, and I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? He looked like Seal. Like, you know, <laughs> that, who, is this like a 
like an Easter egg from like Batman and Rob. Was it Batman and Robert or Batman Begins with we'll Seal? Kiss from a Rose. That was Batman uh, and Robert, right? Batman Forever. Yes, Batman Forever. Is this a fucking like Easter egg? But once I rewatched, I realized he was the dude in the beginning of the episode whose arm she broke. But I was like, this room should have been full of motherfuckers who we've seen this season. The vampire chick should have got some money together. Um, or she did. No, no, she's in a facility. Uh, we should have got all the big bad, even Executioner. I don't give a fuck if that nigga dead or not. He should have been in that room. But we get uh, Seal, and he's like, um, kiss from a rose on. No, he um, pays the $2.5 million and he stands up getting ready to kill her. Mary makes a, I don't know, suitcase explode. Money go everywhere. She go up and, and, and get homegirl out of the chains. It's like a whole shit show. Then we get uh other chick who might be Sophia. And some kind of way, well, not some kind of way. I believe that Julia is good at her job. She's good at combat. She whoops both they ass and chokes homegirl with a chain like it's a bunch of shit like this like two minute sequence it's a lot of shit going on um batwoman gets up and start fighting and shit too and this scene to me wasn't as good as the opening choreography fight scene but it was it was cool um it felt very much marvel netflix universe hallway scene kind of um, and I, I, I bring that up cause that's just my point of reference. Um, but it was good. It was good. You get a nigga who, and, that's what this should have been more like, bruh. I, I, okay. They did one thing. They had one of the guys who bought one of Batwoman's weapons, use it to her grappling hook to try to like hit her with it. I feel like this thing could have been improved if you had a, sold off more of her shit and have her have to fight against her own devices. That one interaction was cool, but it should have been like seven or eight of them bitches like, okay, nigga got a flamethrower. This nigga got a heat vision. This nigga, like, you should have, I don't know. I don't know, but it happened. Um, Julia walk in, kick a motherfucking head. It's down to Julia... Batwoman and Mary. Um eh, I it, I mean it is what it is. Magpie showed up earlier and got the journal out of the safe. Yeah. Her and Kate get the, her and Batwoman get the fighting. Magpie throw that shit over over the side of the roof. My question is where the fuck was Magpie going if Batwoman hadn't showed up? She's on the roof. Was she finna jump off that roof? I don't know. Man, this hoe ain't got no wings. She ain't got no damn web things like like the old Spider-Man costume. Like, where the fuck was she going? That, that Catwoman ass nigga. So she throw the uh, shit over. Batwoman jump over to get the, 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 the journal, come back, and Magpie's like, Audi 5000 and shit. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. She she left. Like what the fuck? What the fuck is even going on? So this that happens. I'm really still kind of Magpie's involvement makes sense because she is like a cat burglar. But at the same time, 
what makes more sense because of the, the way it ends and shit, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna take it for what it is. I don't really I don't really care for her as a villain. I think because we haven't gotten because we do this villain of the week shit. I, I want I want there to be a Joker and Catwoman type character for Batwoman, and when I say that, not be like the same person, but Somebody who is, when you think of Batwoman, this is her Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Like, this is her big badass and Joker. I don't feel like we got that. Even with Alice, that's her relative. Like, so they always going to be tied together. There's not one villain on this show that makes me feel like, oh, that's the Joker to her Batman. That's the one that really be fucking her up. I don't... And if Magpie, she could be the Catwoman, you know, but she's not there for me. She's... I don't know. She's, uh, uh, she's, she's sort of like uh, to me. I don't really. I ain't I really like feeling that like that. I she, know. Uh, we don't need her. Fuck her. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, cause she don't. I don't know, man. I think it's just these two actors. Not interesting. No, not at all. Not at all. Um. And she would have been more interesting if you had a had let let us see her. In like the first three or four episodes, as a civilian, she ain't even got to be a main character. Just have her be around enough that I get an attachment to her. When it comes out that she is Magpie, then I'm really fucking gasping because I'm like, oh, this bitch was here all along. Like, there's no, there's not enough substantial history to make me be like, oh, okay. I give a fuck about this chick. I don't give a fuck about you, Magpie. You, you ain't shit. Um. So, with the season we got now, and us being so close to the end, do you think so far, mm, no, let me not do that yet. So, we move on to the end of the incident. Mary and Kate are walking under an umbrella for some reason, and Mary is very much, like, still looking for this motherfucker's approval. Fuck her. She's like, oh, I want to be one of your real estate assistants and this and that. And so Kate's like, yeah, man, you on the team now. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I know I already fuck with you or your mama or your family. And my family don't give a fuck about you, but you on the team now. Bitch ass So Reagan, <laughs> Ray, I'm mad, man. Reagan shows up. And I'm wondering if this scene, if there was supposed to be rain. Because there is no rain. And they're really under this umbrella. I'm like. Was it supposed to be CGI rain that maybe didn't? It was dry as shit. So, and I would have been okay, but Reagan came under the umbrella. She was like shivering and looking around like if it was rain. I was like, nah, fam, this ain't, this ain't it. Bro, I ain't noticed it the first time. Second time I was looking, I was like, it's like the sun beaming on these motherfuckers. I was like, wait, Mm -hmm. is it raining? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I ain't seen nothing. I'm like, well, so why they got an umbrella for? Yeah, this is weird. Like you ain't even drenched these motherfuckers' faces in water or nothing. Um, Reagan makes the comment, "Oh, n- last time I saw you like this, I was Batwoman, and you know now you're here." And she's like, "No, you know, can't give some bullshit reason, but she can lie real good. Then she skip a beat. Then she lied her ass off there." Um. So Rick is like, man, yeah, let's go get a drink. Let's go to your house and fuck. And uh, 
Kate's like, you know what? All right. All right, bitch, I got you. So they get back to Kate's house. And, okay, now, listeners, I might maybe I need to get slapped on the wrist for this. But this sex scene between Kate and Reagan, to me, was boring. Now, I don't need no graphic HBO, Skinamax shit. But for a show about a lesbian superhero, and again, I, I could be... Just completely wrong. This is my interpretation. I feel like the, what we got there was what we would get on any random cable. Like, it didn't... I don't expect porn. I don't need the titties out and shit like that. But it just felt... It didn't give me... It didn't give me nothing. And I wonder... I was saying, like, as as uh, any lesbians or queer women watching this, was that like, oh yeah, this is the shit, and not to bring and not not reducing them to sexuality, but this is a sex scene, and I don't feel like it hit. Like, you finna have this fucking sex scene. It's cable TV, so we only doing so much, but it still was like, this is boring. Fuck y'all. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You could do this shit with your clothes on outside the damn house. Like, this is. Riverdale had better, I don't know, whatever. I just, I wasn't feeling it, man. I was like, mm, okay. And before we get into, like, the male gaze or anything, I don't want to do the whole not all men type shit, but I'm very much on the queer spectrum, so it's not like I'm lusting after them exclusively for sexual gratification. I just feel like this should have been a better, like, romance sex scene. But I'm gonna stop there because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm really <laughs> I'm just, I just didn't like it. I was like, man, y'all boring as shit. I was just I was just cause no, when I was watching it, man, and I'm just I'm on my like I'm sitting there like actually watching it on my phone, man, but I just happened to pick it up and just start scrolling, man. <laughs> yeah. We care. I was like, whatever. <sighs> mm, I don't know. It seemed like there was another. There was another scene like, well, not like that, but there was a scene similar to this early on mm-hmm. in the yeah, season. Yeah, and it may have been them shit because <laughs> I can't think of. Or was it her, her and Sophie? Her and Sophie. Oh, probably so. I think it was her and Sophie. They're fucking lame, nigga. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck that. Um, and you know another thing I think that kind of has me looking at this sideways is that I've been watching. Um, Okay, how do I say this without spoiling? I've I've watched a certain Netflix series that has come back for season two, and there is, without giving too much, there is a scene similar to this one that is just more, and it's not graphic, it's not titties out everywhere, it's not bare skin all over the place. So, but it it gave me more of a like, oh, these motherfuckers, they really into each other. So maybe. It's a certain show about two white women and some shit that they're dealing with. I'll leave it at that because it just came back and I don't want to spoil it. But that being said, I was like, man, this shit. Huh? Dead to me? Yep. (laughs) That's it. Yep. Because that, I was like, okay. And it wasn't something I was like, oh, let me go and this is some porn. It wasn't that. But when when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, these motherfuckers like each other. I get Timmy always look at it as the director. Mm, mm. 
giving actors direction. I don't. I just don't think they did a very great job here. Probably. Yeah, it was just boring. That's, that's how I take it. Yeah. Whew, so now that that's over, um, Mary gets her introduction to the Batcave, and I liked it. It was cool. What pissed me off is that Mary then pulled out her phone to take a selfie. Now, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this Mary character, but you cannot tell me that this motherfucker is a whole doctor, has been for years at an underground hospital helping to take care of all of the um, forgotten undesirables of Gotham, patched up Batwoman been attacked like the maturity level doesn't seem to match the shit that she's been through and that's what's upsetting me and my homegirls at Bella Noche because what the fuck is even going on why was she like that that makes no sense for this character if it was Parker maybe but Mary a selfie in the back cave after you've been you've I don't know man this just is weird She's not uh, a child. That, that's that's exactly what I meant about this episode with her. It just she just seems overly annoying. Yeah, and and like what the fuck, bro? Fuck them. That was that was unfortunate. I really didn't like that. I'm like, man, she's better than this. Like, I I I keep harping on the fact that she. No matter how much of a socialite she is and how they try to play her as like the, the, the dumb, not necessarily dumb, but the um, kind of, I want to say immature, for lack of a better term, immature blonde, she is a doctor. And I know that you can be immature at any career path, sure, but she is a wealthy doctor. How are you it not? Just, the history, like history that we've seen with Batman and you just don't let nobody know where the Batcave is mm-hmm, and Batman mm-hmm. is. And, and with this, it just seemed like it was turned into a joke. She decided to pull out a phone and take a selfie. I mean, in today's time, the way that, you know, the younger generation acts, okay, I could see it from that standpoint, but mm-hmm. it's like, nah, fam, this is mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, they don't <laughs> make just us... don't pull the phone out to take a selfie in the Batcave. Bruh. And like, that's Whatever. It just seems stupid. And she seemed to be so shocked. Like that too. Again, that's another per- another person on this episode that seemed to be so shocked that Bruce Wayne is Batman. I'm like, your stepsister is Kate. You're yeah. Cut- it- how the fuck did that not? How did you how did you put together that Kate is Batwoman, but you don't put together that Bruce Wayne who been gone for four years, just like Batman is Batman. <laughs> You live in a house with these people. Fuck everybody else out in Gotham. You live with these motherfuckers, and you can't put that together, but you can put together that Kate, bruh. Come oh, on. Bro. Come on, Mary. And when I say Mary, I mean writers. Come on, writers. Um, I don't know. I mean, whatever. She's shot. Luke take the phone. Then they end up upstairs with Julia. Well, no, no, no. Take a step back. Kate wakes up to a bed by herself and Reagan is gone. Now, my issue with this is Kate immediately goes for her book bag, which, I mean, I guess if you got something valuable, sure, but Reagan is 
Reagan is a love interest at this point, so why would you think she stole? Like, it, it's almost kind of offensive to Reagan that that's the first place you went. Like, you didn't call her. You didn't maybe look in the bathroom. You wouldn't. But, yeah, I, I kind of get it, but it still seemed weird because if the book is that valuable, why didn't why you put you it up? Open? There we go. There we go. Why did you not find a way to, when that girl fell asleep after y'all and did the do, hide that motherfucker? Like, what do you, I don't know, man. Fuck her. Um, so she's talking to Julia and Luke and like, yeah, you know, she took the journal. I can't believe this shit. And then I'm like, you are Batwoman. You have technology out the ass. You got Luke at your fingerprints, fingerprint, fingertips. You got Julia at your disposal. Why didn't y'all just go straight to Reagan's house and fuck her up? You can track cell phones and shit. Like, why are we acting helpless? We got all this fucking technology. You can find out what that bitch ate yesterday by the computers y'all got in the Batcave. Find Reagan and fuck her up. I just, I, I don't get it, man. It's dumb. That's what the fuck it is, dumb. I'm mad, man. Fuck them. Shit, I, it wouldn't pay for me to be Batman. I'm fucking everybody's shit up. You cross me and my family? No, nigga, you going down. Fuck that. Um, So she's like, oh, yeah, sad, whatever. So then we take a shot to, like, the town square. I don't know. Uh, Reagan goes and meets somebody and gives them the journal. She's like, this is the last time I'm going to fucking help you and such and such. And she's talking to Magpie. Magpie is her sister. Um, thing about this, yeah. Ever since her meeting Reagan and going up against Magpie, mm -hmm. I didn't want to say it, but I was like, hmm. I was like, kept thinking that damn Reagan could have been Magpie, or yeah, there could have been like some type of link between the two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they just dropped and left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> And now that they're bringing this back up, it's like, you want us to care that they're sisters now. And after all this time, there's been at least 10 episodes between the last time we saw Reagan and now. And Magpie and now. This was... They did... You it's didn't... Like, it's like they're trying to add this Alice and Kate dynamic now. Yeah. Between the two. Which, oh my god, if you had... Except a, for this time around, Reagan... Is the Reagan Kate. will do the, the effed up shit that Kate won't do for her sister. So yeah. it's like, bro, what are you doing? That's still <laughs> bullshit. That's still bullshit. Because this is a retcon. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. This is it a is. fucking retcon. Because if this is the case, we should have seen more of one of the... Like, you could have easily, like you said, if you made this fucking 11 episodes and do that Magpie, Alice, Tommy Elliot Hush shit, and let that be the whole season. They could have alluded to... It. Reagan should have showed up a few other times. Even if it wasn't a full-blown conversation. Kate haven't even mentioned this motherfucker like, man, I was with this girl. She was good for me, but I just lied too much. Kate ain't brought this motherfucker back up. Mm -mm. Fuck Reagan. Bitch ass. So she gave her the damn journal. I'm like... Why Why are you doing this for her? Because it's your sister? That's it? That's not enough. That's not enough. You know she's a fucking criminal. Is she paying your rent? 
is she making sure you got clothes and shit? Because you, you said y'all you was poor. I don't know if she mentioned having a sister. Maybe she did. Nope, she never did. Okay. Well, bitch, what the what the fuck? What I just I don't. And then doesn't Magpie have a job? Like, is she a, like a, a famous photographer, or she like shoots yep. for a magazine? So, what the fuck are we doing? What is going on? What, <laughs> bruh? I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of all this shit. Fuck them. Then man. So we go to Men in Black headquarters, and we got Sophie and Julia talking to each other about. I don't know. Whatever this shit. I just. Julia want to fuck, clearly. And Sophie's like, man, look, Tommy Elliott, man, this case is fucking with me. She's like, man, fuck that shit. Let's get some dinner and fuck. Now, um, she gets a phone call. Sophie walks off. And Julia talking to somebody, and they're, like, cussing her out over the phone, and she's real nervous and shit. But I'm thinking, like, fam, it's the hallways, especially this one hallway where shit keep happening in. Is it not being recorded by the crows? Do they not have internal video? They should. What? So she arguing, talking about, man, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get, it's a setback, but I'm going to get the journal. I'm going to get the journal for you. You know what I'm saying? So Julia ain't who she say she is, or she ain't on the up and up like we thought. Whatever. Um, then we find out that Alice is in control of the Suicide Squad because... She pulls a tracking chip out of Magpie's neck. And Magpie says, I'm never a homing pigeon. And she, First of all, fuck everybody on this show. Even Alex. <laughs> Bro, because this shit, I was like, what the fuck is even going on here? Uh, this is some bullshit. <sighs> Bro, I'm sick of it. This is some shit. And that walk she did, like, man, who the fuck? What season is it in Gotham? Like, fake rain. You got bitches in shorts and in hoodies. Like, I don't, whatever. So, these niggas got the journal. Mouse is on top of this desk. Alice, okay, before we even get to the, the cliffhanger, I want to know. How many people are on staff in Arkham? Because even if Mouse is impersonating this nigga, one, does he not have a family? Did none of these motherfuckers say, hey, my daddy, Jimmy Doctorson, never came home. My husband, Jimmy Doctorson, never came home. My my grandson never showed up. Whatever. Secondly, is was he the only doctor on staff? Because... How the fuck is Alice just out of her cell all the time with this nigga and nobody like, oh, OSHA violations or HIPAA violations, he's sleeping with her or something because she's never in her fucking cell. This nigga, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like how Arkham work. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. how Arkham's supposed to work anyway. Fuck that. These motherfuckers parlaying in the library and offices and shit like so whatever. So Mouse is yelling because at, because Tommy Elliot failed to tell them that the journal was written in code. Cool. I would have beat her ass, motherfucking magpie. I would have beat the shit out of her. But you give me this journal and it ain't got no key. Oh, like I you, think it's crazy how 
that journal has been through several of hands throughout yep. the episode. Yeah. And not opened once. Somebody lying, fam. Somebody lying. Until Mouse looked at it and got triggered and said, yo, it's written in code. And it wasn't even like locked. It was like a little flap over it. It was easy to open. Like the it looked like the goddamn book. Um what was that book in Harry Potter? Um Goblet of not Goblet of Fire. Chamber of Secrets, Goblet of Fire, Sorcerer's Stone. No, it wasn't Goblet of Fire. Chamber of Secrets. Where the the ghost of Tom Riddle popped up. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he got rid of him was by stabbing the book with the uh mm-hmm. the basilisk. Yep. That's how the book looked. Yeah. Fuck them, bro. Yeah, this is I don't know, bro. This is dumb. Like, it would have made more sense to have it locked up and motherfuckers need to fight to get the key. Like, we got the journal. Cool. We got to fight to get the key. Like, because that shit, that was a, that was a fucking uh, bound 70-page notebook. That's the fuck that was. Um. So, yeah, so he pissed. Now, my question to you is, out of all this bullshit that just happened, who the fuck gets an MVP in this episode? Out of all this shit, who? Who? I can't get nobody no MVP award this episode. Mm, no one. I'm with you. Um, I'm not even fucking with Luke this episode. Like, mm-hmm. Um... I, don't, I wouldn't even know. I can't give it to Mary. I'm, she was, like you said, annoying. Um, fuck Kate. Fuck Jacob. Fuck Sophie. Fuck Julia. Whoever was on the phone with Julia, they got the MVP here, I guess, because she... Yeah, nah. I'm with you. Nobody. They all was annoying as shit. Um, least favorite, I'm going to put the entire cast. No. Um... <laughs> I would probably go with Mary, but more or less the writers because they didn't have her consistent, and I don't like that she's seeking Kate's approval like that. I got, I gotta go with Mary. I gotta go with Mary, cause yeah, I gotta go with Mary, man. I'm sorry, she's she's such a key player, but this episode they didn't do her no justice, man. Who you got as your your least favorite, your unwanted, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, magpie. Mm, good choice. That bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and what you rating this, man? What you what you got it at? I mean, it was watchable. I give it like five out of ten bats. Okay, five out of ten bats. I got four bats. God damn it! Fuck them. Because <laughs> I was about to say four. <laughs> Man, I, I fuck them. It's four all day. I hate Jacob. He's <laughs> shitty. I'm sick of Sophie's. You know, I guess my issue with Sophie aesthetically, I get that it's a show and. And black actors have a hard time already as it is when it comes to like hair and makeup. So I, on that end, I understand exactly what I'm looking at. But I'm sick and tired of this wig. Like you ain't gonna have me, but you ain't gonna want. Do not give me the green light to have a show. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have some hairstylists on the go. Oh, 
Like, I know me and Cole talk shit about um, Anissa on Black Lightning because her hair changed every two hours. <laughs> That's I, how- give, <laughs> I give them that for even taking the time to do it. Yeah. But here, like the season's the same hair. Yeah. And I know you're an officer, but man, you can't. Throw that shit in. You you ain't got another wig. This hoe ain't even. This hoe. This girl ain't even went undercover with like a different wig and that. But whatever. I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, but that bothers me because she's like the token on here. And then, well, jumping ahead, there's another black woman who shows up for like a few seconds who has a hairstyle. I mean, she's a kid, but still. Um, yeah. So that's that. Y'all, this has been episode 18. Uh. Right? Or 17? No, 18. And shit is... Shit is ramping up. It do feel like we're heading towards a finale. So I'll give the show that. It doesn't feel like we're in the middle of the season. Um, but I'm... 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 I'm, I'm here. Shit. <laughs> I'm still here, <laughs> goddammit. Um... You got any predictions, premonitions, thoughts, uh, last words? No, I mean, because the season is supposed to be 22 episodes, but it's shortened to 20. Yeah. They said it was going to be a cliffhanger. Uh, We'll be on, okay, we'll be on 19. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I really don't have anything. Mm. Unless uh, we get Mary's biological father, mm. I mean, we never got news on that. Uh, yeah, we still never found out about the bus accident with yep. Kate and Beth, or who's behind the bus accident. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's all I have. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm right there with you. I answer these fucking questions, y'all. God damn it. Um, but no, it's cool. I think I think we're on a path, so I'm excited to see what 19 and 20 give us. Um, so you let these folks know where they can find you and support you and listen to your other shows and all that good shit. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. I have a show that drops every Wednesday and Thursday called The Social Introvert uh, on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast and streaming wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those links will be in the show notes along with mine, Carefree Blurred, if you made it here. Listen to the episodes before and after this one in the feed. Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd on IG. Um, there's a Facebook page. Check that out too, I guess. Hit me up on BYNK Radio, of course. And again, all those links will be in the show notes. So, um, take a listen. Use the hashtag KIGPod. Didn't mention that at once during this whole episode. Sorry, guys. Um, and, uh, until next time, man, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay the fuck away from Gotham. Ain't shit there for you. Ain't nothing out there for me. All right.